In the front of my day timer for this year, I wrote a quote, and it says, life expands or contracts according to one's courage. I think it was kind of a bastardized version of something that Nias Nin said. It's been in my head a lot, and I, I look at it and read it a lot, and I think about something that fear, which is what it's talking about, fear is so personal. Like what's one person's fear is another person's crack, basically. Like what one person finds crazy scary, another person finds absolutely awesome. Really, courage comes in so many forms. It could be simply changing a habit can be amazingly courageous. Or moving across the world and starting over completely, one person's fear is another person's pleasure. Hello, Kelly Howard here, and thank you so much for joining me today. The last couple of weeks, I mentioned that new things were coming here on the podcast. And today, I'd like to say that we are renaming the podcast and the website to fitisfreedom.com. What I'm truly passionate about is helping my friends embrace fitness and health in all parts of their life. It's time to stop saying, I'll get in shape, I'll eat better, I'll figure out why my energy is low when I have time. Let's figure it out now. Let's make the time now. Selling my business, making this change, and a nightmare led to today's episode, which is all about fear, the other side of fear, and getting out of ruts. Listen in and then let me know what you think. Recently, I was at an event where there was a group of mostly women, and we were all sitting around and one of the ladies gave a presentation on public speaking. And when she got finished, somebody said, oh, this is just like the scariest thing. Just just thinking about public speaking makes me sweat and tremble. So of course, being the wonderful women that we were, we said, okay, get up there and, you know, tell us a story. From our side, she looked perfect. Like, you know, she looked totally well put together and she knew what she was talking about. She said that she was shaking and desperately afraid. It was hard to tell, though, because from our side, we just saw somebody doing something that was great. And for me, like one of the things is that doing this podcast, years ago, I was very afraid of public speaking, very, very afraid. And I decided that I needed to deal with it. So I joined Toastmasters. And it was time for my icebreaker speech, which is kind of like, I don't know, it's been a long time, but it was, I think it was kind of like our graduation speech. And the evening that I was going to give my icebreaker speech, I woke up and I had hives. I had hives from the bottom of my feet to the top of my head. I had hives everywhere. I've never had hives before and I've never had hives since, but I did. And so I got up and my speech was about my fear of public speaking. So I got up. I gave my talk. I got all these great reviews, except that they said that my topic wasn't believable. That's while I was standing up there scratching with hives everywhere. So it made me realize that people don't know when you're afraid. And when you do something, you always feel better after, right? The other side of fear is not just relief, but it's excitement, it's energy, it's it's really like new stuff, right? It's new beginnings because you've just done something that you could never do before. I recently had a really big change in my life. My company that I have been running for about 14 years, I decided that it was time for me to step down. And I loved that company. I really did. Like I'd been running it for a long time and it was awesome. 
And I realized that I had gotten to a place where I was kind of like really, hmm, let's call it a rut. I mean, that's where I was. I wasn't super enthused anymore. And it was so easy for me to run it that I was just kind of like on, I don't know, autopilot. When I decided to step away from it, the person who's taken it over, she's got the energy and the excitement and everything's awesome. It's going to be so much better for that company. And the funny thing is, it's going to be so much better for me because I've found that the other side of the fear, because there was a lot of fear about leaving this company. I mean, I'd gotten very, very comfortable. So stepping away from that and into something new was so scary. And there's so much more energy in my life now. So thinking about it and thinking that when you get comfortable, comfort comes with either one of two things. There's either rhythm in life that's comfortable or there's the rut in life that's comfortable. And you probably can't see me right now. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> just a little joke. If you could see me right now, you'd see that like when I talk about a rut, like I kind of close down, like, you know, my hands cross over my chest and, and that's what a rut is. It's, it's when you're kind of pulling in on yourself. And do you ever get that feeling that when things are so easy, it's not the easy that you're in the flow easy. It's not the rhythm easy. It's the easy, like, I don't have to think about this anymore. And that's probably the time to start thinking about it. It's probably the time to say, oops, there is a difference between rhythm and rut. And rhythm is good. Rut, not so good. To me, ruts are where we're playing safe. It's where we're playing small. It's where we're making life super simple and not in a good, simple way. Because I love easy. Believe me, I love simple and I love easy. But playing small is a different kind of rut. There might be somewhere that we want to change, but we realize that it's just so much easier to keep the status quo. There's always a rhythm in life. And I know like one time, I was probably in my early 30s, that I went through this crazy, you know, let's just shake everything up time. Okay, no judgment, guys. Just gonna tell you this, probably early 30s. And I was still afraid of the dark. I don't know why, like I have no idea. But every night when I went to bed, all the lights in the house came on, all the closet doors got shut. My dog would sleep next to me. And if I had to wake up in the middle of the night, go to the bathroom, I'd be like, Zephyr, Zephyr, get up. And Zephyr would open one eye and she'd look at me and she'd sigh. <laughs> she really did. She'd sigh. I'd be like, come on, got to go with me. And we'd walk in. I'd use the bathroom. I'd go back to bed, check to make sure none of the closet doors were open. And that's what I did. And I thought, okay, Kelly, this is crazy. Like, this is craziness. You've got to get over this fear. And I did. I did. I mean, I did several things, but the bottom line was that I learned to sleep with the lights off and I'm no longer afraid of the dark. I can say that now. And I probably get much better sleep than I used to. But it was one of those things that, yes, it was a fear. Yes, it was a rut. Yes, it was a crazy habit that I had going. Another one was that I had this fear of heights, like the kind of fear that if I'd walk over a footbridge, I'd get dizzy. And I thought, okay, this is, this is kind of silly too. And so I decided to take a tandem skydive, right? Best way to get over a fear of heights is as high as you can go. So when I jumped out of that plane, I, had, I was on a tandem, so I've got the person attached to me. We jump out of the plane. I think I'm having a heart attack. I mean, literally chest pains. 
once the shoot opened, it became very calm and simple and easy. And when I landed, I thought, oh, well, if you're afraid of a tandem skydive, then you should probably take skydiving lessons, <laughs> which I did for a while. It's kind of silly, but I got into this, um, I don't know, addiction uh, to getting over fear. And I couldn't find any more fears for the longest time. And, and right in there was when I did the public speaking thing too. But what this is to say is that on the other side of every one of those fears was like fun, excitement, something new, something that no longer held me back, something that didn't ruin my sleep anymore, something that let my dog sleep a lot better too. Fears can be super small too. I mean, it doesn't have to be about jumping out of an airplane. It can be like just a habit that you have and the fear of stopping that habit or changing that habit. It might be the habit that if I talk about, that's like a habit that I don't want to quit. It's a little scary. So they're out there too, right? They don't have to be big things. They can be super little things. And right now, what is it that you're thinking about? Because we're going to come back and talk about that in a minute. I can tell you what I'm afraid of right now. And this is the silliest thing. I'm afraid of social media. I had a nightmare last night about social media, which is what actually started this whole talk today. We're going to come back and talk about that too, because I'm going to have to get over that fear, aren't I? But what I do know is the only way to deal with fear is just to do that thing you're afraid of. It is true that that is the only way to deal with it. You've just got to do it. And then on the other side of the fear is so much freedom. Well, I won't tell you there's unicorns, but I will tell you there's so much freedom on the other side of the fear. So can we do a pinky promise together? Can we promise that in the next, let's say, 24 to 48 hours, we'll do something, we'll both do something that we've been holding back on. Something, it doesn't have to be huge. You don't have to go jump out of an airplane. Something that is little, but counts. Something that if you do it, you're going to be proud of yourself. And it could be anything, right? I mean, we all have our little fears. We all have big fears. So it could just be something that matters, something that you know right now has been keeping you a little bit smaller, keeping you safe, maybe keeping you in a rut. My friend Haley Carr has a silly game. And silly, I say silly, it's silly like smart like a fox game. Uh, last year, there were a group of us that were doing a small coaching group together. And Haley said, let's play the pizza game. We're like, okay, what's the pizza game? What the pizza game is, is that you go in somewhere, somewhere where they don't serve pizza, and you ask if you can get a pizza. On the surface, that sounds kind of silly, right? But what it does is it gets you past a lot of fear. It gets you past your fear of looking silly, gets you past your fear of just talking to someone randomly. There's something there. And I know one person walked into the Aramis store and asked for pizza, kind of got the cold shoulder. Someone else went into the nail salon and they were sure that they had no idea what she was saying. And all of us, all of us got a good chuckle out of it. But in the end, what we got was the reality that you can do things that are a little scary, a little silly, whatever it is. And on the other side of that was like, <laughs> no big deal, right? So a couple of quick action steps that we can talk about. List three to five things that you were afraid of at some point in your life, doesn't matter when, just some point in your life that you were afraid of and then you did them. How did you feel on the other side? Step two, what are you avoiding doing? Like, what's the thing that you've been thinking about in the back of your mind? 
What's the elephant in the back of your mind that you know that you need to do something about, but you've been avoiding? Write it down. And then the third thing is, where in your life has your rhythm turned into a rut? Where is the rut in your life? So let's take all those things, take your three action steps, write them down, put them together, and let's have a conversation over on social media. I'm going to be over there in the next day doing an Instagram story because that, of course, is the thing that scares me right now. And in the meanwhile, have a wonderful, wonderful week, and I will talk to you soon. See you. Bye-bye. Thank you so much again for joining me today. Talking about fear was great for me. It's made me even more aware of where I'm playing small, I'm stuck, or I'm not willing to try new things. How about you? You can download your action steps on the website at fitisfreedom.com. Please know that with changes come tech glitches and they can happen, but I'm pretty sure we'll have everything humming along pretty quickly. You can also grab the action steps over on our Facebook page or drop by the Instagram page and hold me accountable to my Instagram story. What did I get myself into? (laughs) If you like what you hear, be sure to subscribe wherever you listen so you don't miss an episode. We'll have some great interviews in addition to the weekly podcast coming up, so don't miss out. And a week can't go by without me saying a very big and heartfelt thank you to Riley and all the guys at Podigy.co. With all the changes we've been making behind the scenes, they've made it seamless. If you have a podcast or you're thinking about one, make sure you check out Podigy.co. They make life easy and they are so nice and really good at what they do. Have a wonderful, fearless week, and I will see you on the next episode. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.